0: Mechanized organism designed only for killing. Is that something we we'll have to go keep repeating? No, I just, I just wanted to know what it was. I was going to put that in the episode, but I guess it really doesn't even matter. You ready, sir? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on. Neil's Lane. Oh, deep dive. I'm using that shit for the beginning. I'm starting that shit exactly right there. Let's go. Hey y'all! It's a podcast called Fresh. Yo, what up? It's me. It's me. It's M-A-P. Once again, my friend, back with your favorite podcast,
1: and more importantly, back with the world's greatest co-host. You know it. You love them, and you all want to hate them. It's time.
0: Yes. Also, I would have used the um the Al Snow background. What does everybody want? What does everybody need? Head. <laughs> yeah, I always thought that <laughs> that shit was funny as hell. Yeah, we back. What's up? Normally we don't try to I try to keep shit non dated because I'll be stockpiling these motherfuckers. But this shit will be out soon. So with that I could say, Happy Juneteenth, motherfuckers. Ha
1: <laughs> ha recording this on Juneteenth. Yep. Get your sparklers ready. That that's right. Oh well, actually it's the end of the day, but you know, other people they have different time periods like two or three hours
0: but enjoy it while you can before the um before white people start show, showing up at the bars in a couple of years and dashikis and shit and it's becoming a day for everybody it's okay
1: they can celebrate
0: but hey we got it and i guess that's that's all that matter at least at least we here now you know what i'm saying so that's a step in the right direction it is indeed indeed with that said we're about to get um I think we start with Modoc. What is it on? Um, What's it on? Amazon? Hulu. Hulu, yeah. Okay, Hulu. Modoc on Hulu. I admit when I first saw it, I didn't like it. I saw like two episodes, and I was just like, fuck this, I'm off.
1: But how do you not like it? It looks like Robot Chicken.
0: I expected something completely different than what I got. And then after I went back and watched it, I appreciated it. I thought it was going to be more Rick and Morty-esque, opposed to... What it was, and quite as kept it was, I just, um, I expected some more, like, just maniacal shit. But it was more grounded in reality. And after, um, talking to my man Stein about this shit, kind of made me look at myself a little bit differently afterwards, too. But, I really had to watch it because I love Pat Naswal. Like, he's the shit. He's really, really funny. And especially if you watch a lot of his stand ups and shit, he deals with depression and shit. And it's just wonderful how he makes jokes about that shit. I can relate to it.
1: And also, he was uh, the voice of Happy off the show. Yeah, it's another
0: show I got to check out because he, I heard that was really good. And of course, Patton Oswalt is a super nerd. Like, he's a big nerd. So that's just dope as fuck for him to be doing this because, you know, he's he knows about Mo- at least as a cognizant of MoDoc. But uh, before you saw this, what was your opinions or your expectations of MoDoc?
1: I figured it was going to be the zaniness like they had with Robot Chicken, so. I didn't have any expectations because I knew it was going to be some off the wall type bullshit. So, fair enough. Maybe. It actually was a lot better than I thought, considering that it was uh, on Hulu. I thought they were going to play the safe route, but they definitely uh, had the uh, maturity with the gross out humor and all that stuff like that. So, it it was like basically Robot Chicken, but the Marvel edition.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it, for me I think my problem was trying to tie it to other shit. And when I was able to um just sit back and watch it and appreciate it for what the fuck it was. And of course after my man Stein was just like, "Yo, dog, Modoc is you." I'm like, nah, I don't I don't see that shit. And after I watched that shit, I was like, "Yeah, that nigga wants the world and shit, but then afterwards, the nigga realized like, "Damn, my family is what really makes me happy." Then I love how they tied all it just, oh man. I, you know what? I'm going to let my man Stein handle this shit right in here, and I'm going to just pop my head in here
1: and get my opinion, man.
0: Take it away, sir.
1: So. I mean, are we going off the comparison of you, or are we talking about the show? You can do both. However. Oh, okay. Well, how you go with the show? uh Like you said, it has some realism. I mean, even though most of it is fake, because, you know, he's like a cybernetic machine or whatever, but he has kids somehow. And, he was Jewish, so his kid is, like, very Jewish, and his daughter is, like, the teen angst archetype or whatever. Um, so he goes through different things, and and his nemesis at first is Monica, but eventually, uh, with all the battles that they've been waging and the frivolous spending that they were spending, they end up blowing their budget, like, within, I think, a month or something like that. So. And I wanted to hate that, but then it's, like, thinking about it, they're grounded in a real
0: world. They're like, nigga, half the shit you're doing, and if it was a company, AIM would suck because you're not achieving your goal. That That's why in the comic, they had to make them like an invention company because if your business is taking over the world and destroying the world, every day you haven't done it, you're losing money. So I thought that was kind of dope how they had them get bought out by uh, their version of Google. was kind of intro. Who, low key was the villain and to hit to MoDot, through most of it, which I thought was interesting,
1: I'm not sure if it's Cthulhu, but it has something to do with them because they want to uh, take over Earth or whatever. So they' trying to develop these machines that can like, uh, basically take down all those with higher uh thought functions and stuff like that. So who better than to have somebody to be a fuck up than Modok to do it? Yeah, I, I thought
0: that was interesting. Also, I think it was um. Like At the time, I'm not going to lie, when I first started watching this shit, I was beefed out with my wife. And this is another thing where I got my man out here and I wanted to talk about this shit. It's, to me, comics, comics, TV, all this shit, and I'll get into it later when we talk about Castlevania, it's a cool way for me to see myself and the things that I think about or whatever and see how that shit plays out. Like me being mad, doing a whole bunch of crazy shit and just acting out of my impulses. I at to be juggernaut. I'm like, oh, I thought that wouldn't give me part. It's Good to see that shit. You know, and just watching Modoc and just watching how that nigga like had to deal with his wife. Like his wife was making the more money, and it was just crazy how like he had the conversation and he was telling her like, you know, Modoc is aim, aim is Modoc. I I wouldn't know what to do w- w- without this, and she was just like, we need to talk about that shit, and that's low key some real shit because it's like a lot of dudes. It's like, yeah, my my life is what I do, and then like you know, shit changes and stuff, and like now. Of course, we know with the uh, pandemic and stuff, there's a lot of niggas who ain't the moneymaker no more. And that, that shit, that dynamic shift is, is interesting. and It's cool that they put that in there with him and he had to deal with that. And it's just like, for me, like I said, using shit and seeing myself and shit, I be pushing myself hard as fuck with this podcast shit, you know? And then it's to sit back, like, I'll be doing this and that, blah, blah, and Mike, and we go out, we go out somewhere with the kids at the park and shit. I'm like, this shit is fucking awesome, you know? And it was just watching him play that shit out, and at the end, it was literally him doing the opposite of like when I try to get out my sh- uh, out my shell and stuff like that. And It was like I watched that shit, and I kind of could rel- relate to where that nigga was coming from because he just wanted control over shit. But it was almost like when he just let go and enjoyed shit. Like I thought it was dope how like.
1: Well, it wasn't. It wasn't the fact that he. It wasn't. He had help, you know, Melter and all that stuff yeah. dying. So. That made him want to be a better person, cause it it showed him his own mortality.
0: Yeah, and I thought like the episode with his daughter was kind of cool. How like him and his daughter were so much alike. And he had one like if he would have listened to his daughter, at one point he would have won. He, he like she told him how like and it was just so funny, cause it's like he Modok is like reminds me myself, cause that is straight fucking forward. That nigga's like I'm gonna come in here and take the fuck over. You got I'm not gonna move these. I'm not gonna do, I'm going to come in and kill everybody and take the fuck over. But then he saw like the situation was in, he couldn't force himself through. He couldn't use brute strength. He had to, um, you know, climb the social ladder and stuff. So his daughter got him to the point where he had everybody eating out of his hands. And instead of just, he couldn't finish it because it wasn't his thing. And then it was funny that uh, they had a point where like him and his wife had a divorce. And I thought that was really interesting because it's like that nigga was fucked up. Then they showed how like his family was fucked up like him, just in a different way. Like I think his his wife started dating. Who was that Wonder Man?
1: Yeah, but she only did it to get the publicity.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was dope. And he was trying to break them up and shit. I, I thought I thought it was pretty good, man. I, I would definitely admit I got to give it to my man Stein. I didn't think I was going to go back and ever watch this again. I was off it you know what i'm saying but i thought it was pretty good i hope it gets reviewed for a second season what we'll say you e, sir
1: yeah i i thought it was a good show too uh like i said it hit all the notes and then it had all the cameos and stuff like you had iron man and wonder man and all that stuff like that um they even i think created a few uh people cuz i don't remember uh some of those characters being in there they
0: had thing thing Boom in there That was a restaurant. Hop out was funny. Here's the question. Oh, what's our game? Monica, she killed one of the Avengers. They never said who it was, but they kept alluding to it. It was a founding member. Who do you think she killed? I think I know who it was, but I'm not sure.
1: Did you have any idea who? I mean, the only person they didn't show was uh, Captain America. I think it was Scarlet Witch.
0: Because they showed something that was left over, and I think it was some kind of red thing. I think it could have been Scarlet. Because I can't think of anybody else. who was there to kill
1: Beast. You said founding. I said he member. wasn't even a founding member. Scarlet Witch. I mean, not Scarlet Witch, but uh, Black Widow isn't a uh, founding member. Because that would be Ant Man, uh, the Wasp, Iron Man, Cap, and Thor. Ooh. So if anybody maybe wasp or Ant Man,
0: I can see wasp.
1: That that would
0: be interesting. Okay, all right. I I was thinking uh, uh Scarlet, but you right. She was not a founding member at all. Hmm. I'm saying correctly.
1: Well, I guess it's well, only know because I bought the big ass canvas picture of the original Avengers. So. OG oh, shit. Mm-hmm. That's back with the... uh. It wasn't, it wasn't Greyhawk. He was, he was green by then, wasn't he? Yeah, he didn't join them yet, remember? Didn't they come together to fight him? The only strong man they had was Thor. No, they came together to fight Loki. Well, you're talking
0: about the the MCU movie. No, I want to say, that in the comic, didn't they come together to fight
1: Loki, or was it the Hulk? Originally? Yeah. I thought they went... I thought it was... um. Baron Zemo or something like that.
0: I almost want to Google it, but I'm too um, too self righteous.
1: Yeah, we're gonna go off of what we are, what we think it is for now. We can always do a, a, a follow up on that. So,
0: and I'm willing to
1: bet one of the things we said is what it is. Because I think it's Zemo, because I think um, I either read or overheard uh, a video or something like that where they went to fight Baron Zemo and he had like a glue gun or something like that. And, and they went to fight him or something like that because he wanted to do something. And the glue got stuck on his face. And, and that's, that's why Baron he can't Zemo. take the
0: helmet. you he can't take the mask off.
1: Mm-hmm. I think that was like one of the earliest Avenger books. Simpler times time. Stein. Simpler
0: times. <laughs> so I guess let's wrap this part of the review up. I'll let you go first. What? First of all, what are we using for for uh, <laughs> as a scale this top
1: uh, I would say it would be since it was a good thing. I would say it would be, uh, three better made barbecue chips out of five.
0: You know what? I second that. I give it three out of five. I'm, I'm interested to see season two, and I think it's um uh, even they had fun, they had action, and low key, it's really funny. Um it's really funny. It's not often you'll hear me saying I was wrong about my opinion about some shit. This shit was really funny and I had to go back, especially when the um Stein told me about the fight between uh Modoc and Monica Like that fight with that fight went like eight bit, two D. They got shrunk. She killed my man and brought him back to keep whooping his ass. <laughs>
1: You never see that type of shit happen where they kill you and bring you back to life.
0: Yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think Modoc was straight. Now, nah, yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. Definitely, if you, use it, if you're blurred or blurred, at, you know, like us, it's definitely worth checking out. You're my boy, Melter. <laughs> yeah, dog. <laughs> what about You're bad... my boy, Blue. Dog, hold up. Who was my that? who was my... Oh my God. Who was his name? Uh, um, um, a uh, baboon dude.
1: You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know you're talking about. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. The uh oh my god. The Mandrake. Was it the Mandrake? I think it was Mandrake. I think it no, why did he have a door when it just closed at the top? Yeah, to show uh how uh his prowess was.
2: Oh man, we just walking around in the house caught with his dick out.
1: You did that shit on purpose to have a door where it's only closing at the top.
0: That was funny. Cause I like how they had um, who they had in there. They had my man. Um, who was it? The Mastermind, whatever. My brain dude fight hawk. He was in there. Who else
1: was leader? It? They were. They were the cool villains. Yeah,
0: they was the. They was the cool villains. And Modok didn't get in, and they sent him down with like the lower level villains. Even that whole thing was funny when he tried to uh break into the Avengers. oh man, yeah. Anyway, three out of three. 3.5 3. out of three.
1: Three out of three—that's a hundred percent. I'm sorry, three out of five. I'm sorry. I went to public education,
0: and I know that. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're celebrating <laughs> the uh, the Juneteenth. I ain't too good with the numbers, you know, like how they didn't want to tell us we was free. Messy. Anyway, Anyway, uh, free ain't for free. That's some of the that is that is some of the realest shit y'all gonna hear on this podcast. Like that that that's going to be. Gold forever. Freedom ain't free. And I don't mean that on some on Republican shit. Freedom ain't free for real. Anyway, continuing on. We had to make sure. You know, last episode we dropped out we dropped was uh the Yasuke Candy Floor, And it's not uh too often that I have said something that sucks. And either Stein or Doc unanimously agrees with me. And even if I say something sucks, even if Stein agrees, you can see. The good at him. Like, man, nigga, that shit stinks. But, nigga, have you ever seen a a hue that orange before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He always, you know. And with that, me and Doc both said Ayasuke yeah, was very underwhelming. And I wanted to come back because I felt bad, A, talking about that and it being something made by black people. But I also wanted to say that because the expectations is high. And with that being said, I had to make sure I had Stein here so we could review Castlevania from Netflix because, A, I would not have watched this shit at all if it was not for my nigga time. So kudos to him. I'm about to fucking uh, plug in some hand clapping shit. We we'll dropped this episode for that because kudos to that man. Bring in the twerkers. I'll get the sound effect for twerking. I don't think how that might sound nasty, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll see what I can do. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to my man Stein for this because I did not, I cannot explain to you how less of a fuck I gave about Castlevania. And I'm saying that to say, I'm sitting here and telling you this shit, giving you the review now. Five out of five. Five out of five. You was like my brother. Nick, you will not get this shit that often about anything, especially from my ass. You know what I'm saying?
1: Mr. Nintendo, and you ain't played Castlevania? What nigga, I
0: grew up in a religious ass house, <laughs> nigga. This is how my daddy, I was like, daddy, how does magic work? The devil. I'm like, oh, that, that's all, that's just the same man who saw me playing, Uh, uh what, was it, go, 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 what was it, Ghouls and Goblins. And turned that shit off. So it was like, I never really liked, I didn't see no fun in that. And like, my cousins, they didn't play it, I didn't get into it. Like, I used to love watching them play Metroid and shit. I never seen nobody in the hood playing. Castlevania, and then one time I did, I saw somebody doing this. Like he was just jumping around, hitting like candles. Like this shit looks whack, and I walked off. But anyway, Stein, you know more about Castlevania than me. It's all you, man. Know.
1: I mean, I don't know more. I've played more games than you. That's what I'm I- saying. You go. You know more and just how to set it up. From, you know. Well, I mean, they, they have various different timelines. They tried to reboot it a couple times too. So.
0: See, I didn't even know Um, that.
1: Yeah, because like originally they had it to where um, if you played the game Lords of Shadow 1 and 2, they said that Gabriel uh, Belmont was the original uh, vampire slayer. But then he eventually became that to which he was hunting because he killed the other Lords of Shadow, which were like the werewolf and Frankenstein and all that stuff like that. And eventually he killed even Satan and became Dracula. How'd that work? Because he basically, uh, death, who was being voiced by, uh, Sir Patrick Stewart, uh, was leading him. He's too
0: dignified to play death.
1: He's too... He's not dignified. Remember, he was on that commercial where he was like, uh, singing as a cowboy. You talking about dignified. No, it's just when I, when I hear Patrick still,
0: well, okay. You know what? Let me check my ass up. Continue. Sir.
1: He was, um, basically cause, um, uh, Gabriel's wife was like either murdered or she was captured or something like that. And he was trying to find a way to restore her back to life. So he was going through these things, even though he was, uh, uh, agent of the church he was like basically um under the guise that he was trying to kill all these evil creatures these lords of shadows and stuff like that Ooh. while he was doing all this he was uh bewitched or i guess seduced in the idea that he could bring her back to life if he kills like all these monsters Ooh. but in the end death uh like i said sir patrick stewart Um, lured him into that situation and then he became Dracula. He became the, the dark Lord. And then eventually it got to the point where he, he realized this. And when he did that, he could never bring her back to life. So he was stuck being an immortal, but he couldn't bring his love of his life back to life.
0: That's some Greek shit. Mm hmm.
1: So it got to the point where uh, he had a son which, like I said, with the reboot they had it to where his son tried to come and defeat him like he was going down the father's uh, legacy and stuff like that to be a vampire slayer. But then when he went to go fight him uh, Dracula was about to kill him but then he realized that that was his lineage. Mm. Like that was his basically like his child or grandson yeah. or whatever. And then instead of like he struck him fatally and he realized this that this was the end of his plan. So instead of just killing him outright, what he did was he turned him into a vampire which he became Alucard. Ooh. Okay. And then Alucard was sealed away And eventually, uh, because, like, it was uh, Mirrors of Fate uh, Castlevania. What system is this? It was on the 3DS. Okay, 3DS, all right. Yeah, I had played that on there, and I was like, that was one of the pretty good uh, side-scrolling Castlevanias uh, that I played on 3DS, but I didn't play much, you know. I usually go for the main systems and stuff like that. But uh, long story short, That was one of the original reboots, but I thought that was going to be what this new Netflix series is going to be based about, but it wasn't. They went back from the original trilogy, one, two, and three. And this one is based off of part three, where you could play as the three characters of uh, Sifa, I might be saying her name or butchering her name, Trevor and Alucard. So that's what this is based off of, the original part three.
0: That 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 is sweet. Well, I just wanted to butt in here and just say this real quick. With the beginning of this, I thought it was really sweet. How? All y'all know I'm about writing. And, of course, this whole thing I'm talking about, I don't want to do this review and compare it to Yasuke. But the point is what I was expecting is world building. Now, of course, I already know what y'all going to talk about. How y'all going to compare the story of a black samurai? Yeah. Okay. We're going to bring, but as far as Yasuke, remember this. When we get to the point about, what's my man's name? Isaac? Is it Isaac? Isaac. Isaac. His story. Oh my fucking God. So good. But anyway, the point I wanted to make is this. This is how I know this shit is good.
1: He had a hero's journey. When he ended, he was completely 180 from what he started from. And I was
0: mad. Because I wanted this dude to take take the path of vengeance. He was the, he was They set him up to be Dracula. But anyway, the point I want to make is this. Even with me not giving a damn about this shit. And knowing about Dracula and all this shit. And I'm coming from, yeah, I'm a black man. I don't give a fuck about these white-ass motherfuckers in Europe and shit and this and that, blah, blah. Second point I like about this shit. Tied to historical shit and historical people. I like that. Vlad Tempest. Or Tempest. And Carmella and all that. we real people. Maybe not exactly like what happened. But anyway, the point is, in the first, was it, 10 minutes, they make you feel sorry for Dracula.
1: Well, no, actually, not sorry for him. They actually begin, like, i say five minutes into it, to actually make you feel that Dracula is a good person. And then at the 10-minute mark, that's when they make you feel sorry for him. Because you remember, old girl came up to him and was like, I want to learn all these arts and magics and crafts and stuff like that so I can make the world better. And he was like, for what? Why would I share those secrets with you? And then he originally seen that she had a good heart. So.
0: Ain't it always a woman, though, nigga? It's, so, I, I don't even mean that in the I mean, the it could sense. be
1: a guy. Remember, it's 2021. 20, Isn't it always somebody you love, fam? There we go. There you go. <laughs> Isn't it always the object of affection? I mean, just it's like. that damn dolphin.
2: The sex. It, it's just like, no, but it's just like, <laughs> and it's so
0: funny because this is why I can relate to that. Just like, nigga, I, I, I'm still a little bit savage. I was a fucking savage when I got with my wife, man. And it was just like, you know, and as most niggas is, and I'm assuming like you were, you are more domesticated now than you were prior to meeting the the moon to your earth. But it's so funny that you be like, all right, I'll quit doing this shit, blah, 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 because they know you'll be like, all right, I'll whoop the niggas at. I ain't going to do it for
1: you. Wait a minute. Did you just reference Wolverine Origins? With what? The moon and the earth? No, Game of Thrones, but, but, but I'll take that. Ugh. I don't can think of the Wolverine origins.
0: I, I thought I call my wife, my moon, and my earth. Ugh. Well, I mean, it, it
1: works for you, but...
0: I just like it. I like it because it's backwards, because most people don't understand that. I had to explain it to her. She's like, wouldn't that be the, the earth to your moon? I said, like, no, because there would be no life on
1: earth if there was no for the moon. There would be nothing on this earth. Anyway. But you, you can't use that. Why? Because the earth and moon will never touch. I'd have hurt my own feelings. I'm just saying, if you're going to use that illustration, it will never touch. Again. Did the moon, the moon used to be, you know, we getting away from it, y'all. <laughs> 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 we, getting,
0: we getting away from it, you We're going to learn your ass on this shit, dog. <laughs> But Anyway, but Dracula, the whole point was, is a man, you understand letting your guard down. And this is like with the quote. He who makes a beast out of himself escapes the pain of being a man, and to let your guards down and to be all that and to be vulnerable and a woman can break you down, or whom you love can break you down into the most vulnerable state that you are. And if you with somebody you care about, that and they treat you right, that's your most comfortable state. And for someone as old as Dracula to be put into that state and allow his guard down, he loved his woman so much. She told him just go, walk, and do what? Just walk. Live amongst the people and then come back and then tell me how you, once you've learned to love these people. And this is so dope because she, I like how they did the thing with Dracula. Like all the evil stuff and the knowledge that he knows is just science. Half of that shit, like is science. they have a point and then they're talking about like, what is this magic? You have these heated pipes. You mean just heat? But the church squashes a lot of the advancements of this shit. So they have to rely on the church. I don't want to send this part too long. But anyway, the whole point is, so he comes back, and the church finds Dracula's wife. She just wants to heal people.
1: And she was using CPR and the Heimlich maneuver. Oh, we got to burn her. At the exactly.
0: And she just, she peeped like, dog, the church ain't helping people. I want to save people. They're talking about, I really want to save people. And he was like, what well, if I'm the devil? I don't give a fuck who I got to talk to. If I can save lives, fuck it. I'm with that. You know. Then they found out she was helping people and stuff, so they killed her. And it was right when Dracula came back. You got to imagine, Dracula, this nigga is clean. He was walking around like a bum. Walking. Like, you know, living like a regular person. He did this off the strength for his woman. He said, I hate all of them. But I
1: love you. And if you're one of them, I can attempt to try to love them. Well, remember, he came late, though. Because remember, she was being burnt at the stake. And then she was like, forgive them. And that was so well written.
0: That it was dope that when they killed her, she just didn't. And he wasn't even there. I don't even think he hurt her. But he, she was yelling like, please forgive them. They don't know what they do. So the church in them was like, look, she's talking to the devil right now. Blah, 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 blah. When this nigga Dracula showed up, you were to talk about he was popping cash shit. My man said, why would your God make you kill a woman? What, what what was your God scared of one woman for? So he told everybody, y'all got a year. Get your affairs in order and get the fuck up out of here. And just know this, in this year, I'm assembling an army. I was going to kill you all before she came to my house anyway. But she stopped me. He said, I will never be that weak again. You have a year and dipped.
1: Also, he said, this shit is his face appearing in fire. In church. In church. You know, usually in the the vampire mythos that they can't walk across uh, sacred ground. But he was inside of a church burning face.
0: Yes, talking past shit and everybody was spooked. Oh, that's just I wanted to butt in and say that real quick, because just to me, for somebody who just I didn't really care. I didn't. I just I just said, okay, I'm going to check this shit out. I didn't have, and that's probably well, just to quote the Stein took my hat. I didn't have any expectations at all, but that right there, just that part sold me. I was, I was, I was interested, and even when I'm gonna get back to my man Stein because he's way better at this than me. Parts of stuff in Castlevania, but just even with the whole Belmont shit, I thought that was dope because dude was not what I expected. I remember this is an old one. I'm gonna see if Stein remembers this shit. Captain N, the game master. I bet you don't remember that shit on Saturday morning cartoons, do you?
1: Uh, what are you talking about? Captain Lou Alabama No, with the rubber bands no, the, his the, dude, beard.
0: the dude with the head, he had the Nintendo gun. White dude. Yeah, I know like who you're talking about. That's I'm the saying, only
1: Belmont they I They don't know about uh, Captain Lou Alabama being uh, Mario Brothers on the cartoon, too. Oh, two.
0: Cindy Lauper. They don't know about mm-hmm. that shit. Oh, man, no, that's that's too old. We, 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 we showing gray hair in this bitch. But anyway, that's the only Belmont I knew on that cartoon. So it was like it was cool how these these people he was just like he was kind of I don't want to say anti-hero. He's kind of like a Wolverine type dude, I guess.
1: Yeah, he it's because he the world views him as a a traitor. Yeah. Cuz they let Dracula do this devastation and stuff like that. So and he was supposed to be the ultimate uh, vampire slayer. Because he had generational uh, knowledge on how to slay all these different beasts and demons. And he's just going around town to town just trying to get a few bucks. Why was he bumming it up? Hmm? Because everybody thought he he was a fraud. Because, like I said, with Dracula being in the world and stuff like that, all these monsters looming. Uh He wasn't doing his job. He was supposed to protect the people.
0: Because he was the last Belmont, wasn't he? Yeah, he was the last Belmont. Anyway, as you were, so I just you know, to say what I had to say. You go ahead, sir.
1: Well, I mean, going from uh, the season to seasons, I mean, it's, oh, damn, it's basically. we some seasons. Damn, we got to hit. Right, we got to hurry it up. Time frame. Uh, basically, the from what I liked about it is every person had a moment to shine. And they started from one way and ended a different way. And that's what uh, Maps was talking about, good writing. Most scenarios and shows and animes don't have character growth like that. Most characters be always the same. And, like, you don't know, going from episode to episode, who what people are capable of.
0: I hated to say my man uh, 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 Trevor. And Seph Seph Cypher, Seph or whatever her name, that love story, it touched me. I liked it. I, I dare I say I loved it. It was it was so God, I hate to say this word. It was cute. Did you weep? Nah, I don't I don't do that shit. You sure you didn't
1: weep when, when he came back to life?
0: No, I didn't. I tell you what though, um for me, I um I ended up liking Alucard
1: way more than I thought I would. Oh, well, everybody Alucard is like the LeBron James of Castlevania.
0: I just meant his character. Like, it's just like he had the one seed. He was like, and again, God shits in my food. I can't believe it. My life is horrible. And the whole thing that happened was people showed up at his door unannounced. But I like how the writing, even for Alucard, was that he was, as dope as he was, he was emotionally flawed. And like every time he he opened himself up, something bad was was to happen and stuff like that. And how he just uh, I like how self aware he was of his situation. You know, like he's like, I believe him going insane. He said, I had to been here a couple of a couple of years. Oh my god, it's only been two months. And I like how he always he hated Trevor. I mean, he he hated Trevor, but they had like a really cool understanding of each other. Like even though they didn't like each other, but then they had like.
1: They both had a mutual enemy, and the enemy of my enemy is my friend.
0: Yeah, and that's how they got a respect for each other, and I thought that was just really cool how, like, their pat It interests me how, like, instead of keeping them all together, they took them apart, and that meant it Um, it let Alucard become who he was. He had his instances, and it was dope how his, his story took him somewhere. No, we're in the comment. I want to bring this back. The whole thing with Dracula, he gets his army together and he's going to destroy all life on earth. Which I love because it was dope. Like, my man, like, I love my wife so much. I'm about to kill everything. So the thing about it is Dracula went crazy. Like, when his wife died, he went insane. But because how he handles it, people can't tell. And people are so scared of him, they can't check him. So in his army, his two trusted people, this black dude named Isaac, and this white dude named Hector. They're both humans. They are not... He
1: might be Hispanic, though.
0: Okay, he could be a sta- well, black dude named Isaac. And um, anyway, they're they're not vampires. They chose to follow Dracula because they hate
1: people. They have such a traumatic experience through their, their lives, grazing up, that they became instruments to the destruction of humanity, even though they are human.
0: Yeah, and I can I can kind of see feel where they were coming from. And, you know, just how hurt people Hurt people, you know. So, when it came down to it, and Dracula was like, I'm about to get my plans, and he called the two humans up, and all the other vampires, was like, dude, what's good? You know, also, I like how they had black vampires, and vampires of different races. But, um, it was like, you know, what's good? Why would you call these two humans up here? We all this and that, and blah, blah, blah. And he made the ill-ass point that you all follow me because you're all vampires, and this and that. These niggas believe me because they believe in what I'm saying. They want to kill humans, and they're human. I got low-key more faith in them than I do in y'all. So, long story short, he's talking it over and doing this stuff with them, and of course we're skipping over a lot of stuff. Please, guys, check this shit the fuck out. But, it comes down to whether they realize Hector and Isaac are both being played by Dracula in a certain sense. But only as far as they want to be played. Right.
1: They cho- They knew going into that That they wanted to punish humanity. Mm. But they were the only ones, humans are the only ones who could uh, craft the beast of the undead and stuff like that, basically like necromancy. Um, So that's why they were so key. So even after Dracula was, you know, dispatched or whatever, they were still sought after.
0: Yep. Yeah, they were still very important because they only human hands can can go down into hell and take the souls and put them into other things and stuff like that. So, and the an interesting thing was the one dude, um, uh, Hector, he didn't think ahead. He just wanted to feel important. So he never thought in his mind, like, so when he kills all the humans, nigga, you a human too. What's gonna happen with you? This nigga thought, oh well, you know, they'll do something nice for me. He'll save some chicks and whatever. My nigga Isaac, on the other hand, was like, oh, I'm sure he'll wipe me out too. I'm cool with that. They're like, for real, nigga, I want the death for all humans, and if I got a dough to do that, and if he gives me laughs, I'm cool with that. It's whatever, you know. And that nigga was mad, fanatical in his religion and stuff that he believed. But long story short, at the end, when 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 eventually, you know, my man uh, Dracula stuff happens, Hector. Uh, Hector, pretty much, he gets played by the uh, vampire queen named Carmella. And she knows that, yet he, like my man Stein was saying, that the, uh, I forgot, what well, don't know why I want to say they're called Meisters. But whatever their power was, they were like the only two people in the world who had it.
1: Meisters, that's Game of Thrones.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Yeah, we keep coming back to that, don't we? So she got in my man's head, and it was so dope. It was, it was damn near sexy how she played that nigga because she had that nigga think that he was doing something, and by the time he came, to, he realized what was going on.
1: It was one of Come those... On Eleanor, right? No, 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 Carmella. No, Carmella is the main vampire. She, but she, the yeah, she, she's but the
0: one who, got, who tried to get him to turn against Dracula, and that's by the time when he found out, it was too late. That's when Remember when right. the, uh, when the uh, castle was all going all over the place? And he turned out, and it was like it's too late now, nigga. Your hands is dirty right. as mine. You better bring your ass, on.
1: Right, but the chick, the younger chick, wasn't her name Eleanor? Yeah, Eleanor. Yeah, I liked her. Yeah, Eleanor. Yeah, she was the one who who eventually uh, tricked him into being part of his uh, their bond. That,
0: that 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 ooh, that's that's like some seasons later. And I also want to say this: this shit is so good. I watched like damn near three seasons in one sitting, though. And I say that, y'all, because I don't, I, I got mad ADHD, so I I do like three things at a time. So I'm editing the podcast. I could be editing the podcast, listening to a podcast, watching TV at the same time. I swear to God, I can do it. So anyway, I'll be watching, like, if I'm watching something, I'm editing the podcast. If it can stop me from editing the podcast, that shit can hold my attention, that shit is good. Castlevania did that shit for about three seasons. And, like, not just like, oh, over, no, in one go. But yeah. Anyway, the whole thing about it, I like how they're, like, not really the sons of Dracula, but they continue his arc after he, um, whatever happens to him.
1: Yeah, they're trying to do a power grab because Carmella wants, like, basically to do the continue Dracula's work because she hates humanity and that she was upon or herself. She hates men. Well, I mean, mostly humanity. That's
2: 50% humanity? right there.
1: Man. Not, not, the, not the sea creature. Not manatee, but humanity. We are fucking teaching niggas this episode, dog.
0: <laughs> but yeah, you know, and I thought it was dope how my man Isaac, he wasn't a person. He was nothing. And along his journey, he was just doing foul-ass shit. Because the world had did him foul, and I like how he met certain people, and it's just like he found out that he wasn't a victim, he was letting himself become a victim. And I like how they had this one scene that this one dude, who's a captain, he was about his money. He was like, I'll take you this and that, you know, because he had, uh, my man Isaac had a whole bunch of demons everywhere. He went here to arm your demons. So he was like, I'll take you and your beasties as long as y'all don't bother me and my crew. He said, well, what makes you think I'm not going to kill you? Well, you if you want to take your chances on this boat in the middle of nowhere, can you steer this bitch? Right. He said, no. Well, hey, I guess you be if you want to be smart, you'll keep me alive. So anyway, he talking to him. And again, like I said, I'm a guy who watch shit, and I always fool for the game. It's, it's the way he talked to him was like how I be talking to these niggas dying, you know. And he'd be like, I'm going to destroy all mankind because this and that. And he was just like, yeah, didn't that one dude give you this gift for no reason? Yeah, but if you kill humanity, don't you kill the possibility of the ability for humanity to do what it just did for you in that one time? Or me being nice, even though you have to pay me, taking you where you have to go? And he was like, if you kill all, of course it has 90% chance to be evil. But what about that 10% chance to be good? What if you mm-hmm. and all your unlimited power and wisdom cultivated that 10% to 20% or to 50%? Or maybe if you took that 10% and they taught other people and then so on and so forth. He was like, basically, you know, this shit that
1: Stein be telling me about. shit. I be mad? Because see, it was the same instance like we were talking about humanity earlier. Isaac also was telling one of the his minions and stuff like that. He was like... Oh, good one, yeah. Yeah, he was trying to feed him like regular food. He was like, would you like a grape or a plum or something like that? And he was like, I have no reason to eat these things. I only eat the flesh of the humans that we kill and stuff like that. And he was like, but weren't you a human at one point in time? And he was like, yes, but I've been brought back from hell to do a job. Yeah. And my job is to only kill and and maim and, you know, destroy and stuff like that. And he was like, that's what you're being commanded to do. But that's not what you're, What that's not the only thing you can do. So eventually, he gave him some fruit and he ate it. And he was like, I have memories of this. And he was like, well, if you have memories of it, does that mean that's your sole purpose to destroy? Yeah, the weapon wouldn't have memories,
0: Right. And again, this is what I mean by good fucking fighting. That shit made me look at myself different. Like, I'm like, damn, that shit is true. He was like, just because you're a sword doesn't mean you can kill people. You can also be used to cut down trees or to get people out of buildings or to build a house or protect someone. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, damn, you know, and it's for niggas. It's like, hey, you know, you may be, like I said, a grin person who makes a beast out of himself escapes the pain of being a man. Just because you have, being a monster got you to this point don't mean you got to be a monster. And of course, you can still be a monster, be a different monster. Be a monster that makes your kids happier, protects your kids. It's lots of other stuff. And I thought that was dope because it's like you cannot change who you are, but you can change what you do. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was really profound. Like I said again, y'all, good writing, comics, whatever it is, it makes you look at the world differently. That's why I said this shit is art. And again, back to Isaac's shit, I'm rooting for this. And there's so many different stories going on at one time. And everybody is a victim to somebody else which is so beautiful. Everybody's got a problem, just like how, and we're just totally not even doing the fucking Belmont and and uh, uh Cypher storyline credit. That shit is so fucking good.
1: But with those two, you you know, kind of like, how's it going to end? Yeah, yeah, you do. They're going to end together and all that stuff like that. But with Isaac, Hector, Camilla, Eleanor, uh, Alucard and all them, there, it's not like It's not set for them. And that's why I kind of like them more because you don't know what's going to happen next. I mean, you know, Alucard is a a big name and stuff like that, but he almost died. He came to the point where he opened his house trying to help these people because they said they needed help to fight. uh, Oh, I was so mad. I
0: was so mad.
1: He opened up not only his house, but his heart because he actually grew to love them. Yep. And then they got uh, to the point where they were so anxious, they got mad at him and they were about to plot to kill him because he wouldn't teach them magic. He was trying to show them like the baby steps. But <laughs> long I mean, well, basically they got him in a situation where they were going to kill him. Situation. They had deep. him entwined in, uh, I think it was what, silver? Yeah, silver, yep. So he couldn't do anything. He couldn't move or anything. And they were about to kill him. And luckily his familiar came, which like if you played Symphony of the Night, the sword familiar that he basically it came to save his life. If it wasn't for that little uh, link that they had. And then, I mean, just in retrospect, when I'm thinking about it now is he probably already knew that sword was going to come. But he was trying to give them that chance. Yeah, that's what he was telling because
0: it was like, if you peep if you it, they were talking about, he said his father, and he took after his father, he said his father didn't like enchantments, he didn't like magic shit, he thought it was stupid, he was mm-hmm. like, you know, if I got a sword, I want a sword, I don't want to so was so like, he was like, I take I, I, take after my father a lot, and he said my father, so he said that, so that led them to believe he didn't have any magic shit, and it's like he was saying, when it came and got him, that's probably another reason why, like, he was super sad, and... That's probably why, because like he, when he killed, he said, I never said I didn't have, I said I'm like my father, I don't like to unnecessarily rely on magic things, but yeah, and it was whack because it's like, of course, my man who played Alucard thought the acting, the voiceover work is fucking awesome. He yeah. has the tone and the demeanor of someone who you would think was a vampire and Quietus kept pretty care less.
1: Who've been alive for a long time. Yeah.
0: It's, it's like he he talks like after you played for a kid with a kid for a long time and you just can't fake it anymore. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, realistic. Yeah, yeah, and I just I just I loved how he just played everything about him. With and then also I had a scene when he went crazy and he did like damn near a perfect impersonation of uh Trevor and Cipher. I whatever her correct name is, but it's just oh man, his stuff was straight and how um as dope as he was. He wasn't the top nigga out there. Like fighting demons, he still would get touched. From time to time. You know, he was he was no Dracula. Even though he probably mm-hmm. was the next nigga under Dracula. But it was it was a big difference between him and Dracula, especially when they fought.
1: Shit. He was doing fucking uh uh what they call it? The uh shit. Um the Dragon Ball, what Goku do. Ca K- uh, Kokin? No, not the K.O. Can he did the? Uh, well, he was doing that too with the metamorphosis when he had the the red streaks around him. But I was saying how Dracula had the orbs. Oh yeah, it was like Goku's uh, spirit bomb, fucking size, planet size throwing at them and stuff so, like that.
0: was that it, it, it just like how they made Dracula all-powerful. That joke was dope. Like, he was really... And understand. he wasn't
1: even breaking a sweat. He was just standing there. It was
0: just dope how Dracula was just beating people's asses. Like, you would be, you would see him from, like, down the hall. And he's like, you deserve, you should die. And the next scene would be him, like, punching you into the wall. Like, he was, he's whooping people's asses. But anyway, it was just dope how everything came to an end. And they introduced uh, the dude, Saint-Germain
1: he was always there and he was the the whole reason why they were going through that yeah and that that even his story and it was all everybody
0: came from loss everybody came from pain even they had this one part which i thought was really interesting a black character was of uh, trying to protect the king and the queen and, and, and the person that they went crazy and i thought it was dope because they was like oh yeah I went crazy who would go crazy
1: shit after you see a face uh full of fire in a church i mean who wouldn't go crazy after that? I mean, certifiable crazy. So anyway, the King and Queen had been dead.
0: Very long time. Dead. They were skeletons. And this person was still like, we got to do this and that, blah, blah. But of course, everybody had PDSD to say the least because they had the demons just coming out of nowhere. Just Oh yeah, after Dracula, when he started the war, he, he he goes somewhere for a while. The Demons don't stop. They keep doing their thing, which is why Trevor and them are out there. But you bring it all to the end, and everything—it's just—it all comes back to a point, and it's like even with Saint Germain, we were talking about—he came from a place of great loss, and who also he had one of the greatest quotes ever in Castlevania. He said, "I'm going to be a god, and gods about to fuck." I thought that was a pretty funny lie. but mm-hmm. yeah, he came—he came from a place of trying to bring someone back. And it probably was impossible for him to do what he wanted to do. And everybody had something, like even with with Alucard, he was trying to, he wanted to be loved or to love someone, you know, and eventually he found someone. And, um, but it, it just, yeah, and basically we're going to wrap this up at the end. It just I'm going to say this. It's worth watching if you don't like any of it for fucking death. Oh, who, who did,
1: who did, who did the death voice, man? Malcolm McDowell. Dog, God bless that man. Oh my God, dude! Yeah, I mean, everything he's been a part, he's always made his fucking. Uh, he always made his role uh, pronounced. I mean, sometimes he might be chewing up the scene, but you definitely know who he is when you hear his voice. Dog, that is just he put
0: like if that if that really was the voice of death, I wouldn't be mad. And the funny thing about it is, it's so logical. Like, you would think death, I'm death. No, it's death sounds pissed and and just uninteresting. He sounds uh, impatient. Yeah, I'm going to say impatient and just pissed. And I love, I just love how death was just off it. Like, my man Simon, uh, Trevor Belmont, was like, I'm going to do this. It's just how he changed, like, you know what, you're nothing. I'm the manifestation of all death. I think I'm something. No, you're a thing. I'm a little bit more than a thing. And just how he said oh, this, and I'm gonna do that—is that supposed to be a threat? Is that what you want me to write <laughs> on your epithet or something? Like he was just—it's <laughs> like death. It's like he didn't even know to be offended. That like that's how less of a fuck he gave. Like was that supposed to be a threat? Or is that what you want me to put on your tombstone? Like I don't, I don't know. And just how like even in death, his beef with everybody was so righteous. Like because this thing was like. And we spoil shit, I'm not trying to spoil too much from this, because I really fucking love Castle Yes, you should watch it. Yeah, you got. It. that's why I'm trying not to mess with it. Up. His whole thing was, his rant was he wanted to, he, he wanted Dracula to do what Dracula did. And it's so funny, when you hear Death's plan, it sounds fucking dumb as hell. But when he's like, you son of a bitch, I'm Death, of course
1: I want everybody to
0: die, what else am I gonna do? I'm Death! And it's like it's uh, kind of a good point. Then he talks about why he hates people. He says, "Oh, he said, all I can do is he says this is not even what I look like. This is what I look like. So you gonna understand what the fuck I look like?" He was like, I'm just like? A, 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 I'm a manifestation or whatever." Blah blah. He said, "Why is it that I am death? I can't go into hell, but only human hands can go into hell and bring something out? That's bullshit." <laughs> It's like death sounds like somebody who was here to see God do everything, but couldn't make any input. And we're just like, this is all bullshit. It's like that person at your job who's been there for a long time, who doesn't even like when you get there, doesn't even have to face off. They're
1: He's just, jaded. They're just jaded. Like, right? I hate you because of your black gums. <laughs> yeah.
0: It was like, yeah. Oh, I'm just happy to be here. They'll break you like they did all of us. Like, oh, oh, okay. But just death is just, oh, man. He, he he was, I hope he wins uh, whatever, every award that shit was. I mean, everybody did great. Even the girl who did uh, like Cypher. Like I could say I went and went on YouTube to see people doing the voiceover work. It was that good to me. Four seasons. Every season is great. Each one is better than the last. The only thing I hated about it was the end because there like, wasn't nothing left. And again, this is a rarity. We're not going to spoil you a lot of shit because for me, this is is, a, this is just a great story, the character development, the arcs, it's just, and it's violence, it's just, it's mwah, chef's kiss.
1: Yeah, everybody had a purpose, and everybody had a reason, and everybody had an ending, basically. Yeah, yeah, no fat, no fat on the plot whatsoever. Yeah, ain't nobody making no ramen recipes or car captors and, no. and all that bullshit like these other animes. You know, and that's what I was saying about to bring
0: it back to where Yasuke and it's just like, you don't, even with them, Castlevania had a lot of crazy shit. But even with like, I like how they tied it into, like I said, with the, the evils and shit, with was just science. You know, it was just science and medicine and all this other stuff. And they made a logical point why the church is trying to keep that shit from you. Because if you don't need the church, and of course, if you're getting this shit from Dracula, how, does, how's, how do I come make the church look? So even the people who were wrong all had logical excuse me, they had logical reasons for being wrong. And doubling down on what the fuck they did. Even like what Stein said earlier with the two people who tried to uh learn what they could from Alucard because of this vampire who was in Japan, which I thought was a dope story that they used, she had to leave to go to the Dracula's army and in that time they did. And even for them because they wanted to go back to save their people. Because this chick had taken over, like, from what I'm saying, a huge part of Japan and was just using them to kill them, eat them, and, and whatever it was. So they wanted to free their people. And in their desperation to want to do what they had to do, they were willing to kill the person who was willing to help them. And, and you know, and it's like everybody, it all made sense and just everybody's flaws and even with Dracula and how his one flaw started it all. You know, and even with him at the end, he even when he got what he wanted, he couldn't keep it. you know, and it was just just like I said back to Yasuke and the whole thing just they didn't have to add extra stupid shit to it.
1: I'm just wondering why the hell was it
0: max? That, that's what I'm getting to as as outrageous as Castlevania got it always stayed under the roof that was set of monsters and in, in in the world they set it. And even when shit went crazy and stuff, it was kept where it was supposed to be. It wasn't like, oh, vampires with guns. Even when death came out and you saw the person, he he was there the whole fucking time. And then when you thought, okay, that makes sense. Everything made sense. It wasn't just, like I said, it wasn't no, oh, here's some random blah, 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 blah. Even with Isaac, they showed you where he came from. They showed you his development. And even with like, I was rooting for him not to change, but when he changed, it
1: made sense. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like the guy, uh, the the Russian vampire who was telling uh, Death when he was in the uh, guise of the other vampire. Yeah, Dracula made me one of his uh, his number one people. I was one of the first to be turned, and he was like, "You just speak of all that stuff." Dracula didn't want to do that for you. And he was like, I'm tired of hearing you talk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We have a purpose. I My purpose is death. I'm a death dealer. I deal death to all those that come across me. He almost killed that nigga Trevor, though. <laughs> almost. For real.
0: He wasn't even putting up a fight. He was whooping his ass like my man from DOA, the uh, Arab dude.
1: Leon. Yeah. Or Leon or uh, Bayman. Yeah,
0: he was whooping his ass. I mean, I said like if you play DOA, you seen somebody who could play with them. They didn't
1: even know hesitation. They just come in and start whooping your ass. <laughs> dog. He's the only person who has like uh, grapple commands or should I say period commands?
0: He will dog walk your ass from one end of that screen to the other he dog. He will break they... you from the ruler to the tutor. And you will be like, OK, he's throwing me down. I just have to get up. Whoa. He'll
1: pick your ass up off the ground. Mm-hmm. And then when you think he, he got you in the air, you on the ground.
0: Yeah, that's how he was whooping his ass, and it's just like, you know, with Yasuke, and I understand, like we said again, the problem with doing stuff for for black people and we say this on Juneteenth.
1: Pandering is a a certain... We understand pandering, but we're at the point where we know, because we've been through generations, black exploitation and all the stuff like that, so... It's basically them pandering to the black community by doing
0: that. Yeah, because it's like you just used Yasuke because you knew black people were watch it. And then my man who made it, no disrespect to him, I know a brother made it, and I understand. A lot of the shit he was saying, I know a lot of things, he's doing stuff from the people who paying and funding shit, that's who has the last straw. you know. But with Yasuke, I just feel that you could have just did a, a, a big part of the season, him getting from Africa to Japan. And my thing with that is, like I brought it back with Castlevania, so many historical shit you can touch on. You don't have to be able to tie this nigga to it. You could have had the nigga walking through Rome when Nero, burnt the shit down. It's lots of dope shit. Nigga, Samurai or Jack. Or as they
1: say, the, the greatest lie has some truth, truth to it. it. Yeah.
0: Nigga, so I look at Samurai Jack. That nigga's first teacher in the cartoon was a black man. And if, if if he can go to Africa from Japan to, to train, y'all can't have the story of him going there and this dude was supposed to be like... You got to think about it. He was like six foot seven.
1: He had to be a giant back then. I don't even think he was a samurai. I think he was just living in Japan. That's no, that's what I he already. They said he was a samurai.
0: They said a lot of other stuff other than the fact that he was a samurai. They don't know any stories about
1: that. But they know he yeah, was a I saw something contradicting that. They were saying something like he was, he washed up on the island of Japan and stuff like that, and that he was, uh, like basically like a blacksmith or something like that. But it, whatever it is, there's so many dope stories you can
0: tell without having to add Max. I'm not even mad about the the vampire. To see when
1: people. when I saw Max, it only makes me think of Batman Ninja. And that was only good because it was Batman. But I'm saying, it's like basically pandering. Yeah. Like, it would be some generic uh, bullshit if it wasn't for Batman and the Joker. That's kind of like what what this show was for Black people.
0: Yeah. And as I said, it's look at Castlevania. And I understand it's already a pre-made product. And I think, no excuse, because Yasuke, I feel like, same reason why I say for w, uh, DC and, and Marvel. DC has the benefit of losing. When you're losing, you can try anything. You, you're you going to lose anyway. So the benefit of them is fuck it. Try what you want. Worst case scenario, you blow it up the fucking park with Yasuke. You can't lose because there really was no expectation. And the only expectation was for originality and to make people feel shit. Which I can say and Doc can say and I'm feeling that Stein would agree. We didn't feel anything. It didn't move. Like I said, Castlevania—that shit fucking moved me. And I will say that it, I know it's troubling. Is my pro-black ass on Juneteenth is saying yes, this majority-white show, but the one black character, which there were many of, Isaac had a better fucking run and a development as a secondary. I wouldn't even say a secondary. He's like a fourth or four, fifth character. His development was a hundred percent better than almost everything in Yoska.
1: Yeah, because he went from being just a pawn to being one of the uh, playmakers. Because he got to the point where he was even more powerful than Camilla. Yeah. And she was supposed to have been the strongest vampire out of anybody.
0: Then he went to the point, it had this one part where he was fighting this magic dude. Oh, that shit was so dope. This dude took over a whole city.
1: Yeah, that was was a, a reference to Symphony of the Night because a boss character named Legion just basically a bunch of bodies. Which is dope. Side
0: note, bring it back. Legion. If you read the Bible, y'all don't hear me talk about that a lot. The yeah, animated four times. This dude in the Bible was uh um was uh, a possessed. And I think when Lord Jesus came to him and he said, Who are you? He said, They call us Legion because we are many. Dude was possessed by like I think a hundred or two hundred or something demons. And then what is it, God, uh, Jesus cast him out and it went into a pig, and the pig went crazy and jumped off a cliff and killed himself. Mm-hmm. That's tying that to that. And again, like we say, the best lie has some truth in it. And that's not even great writing. That's just just smart shit that you can do that, and, then, you know, ties into that. that. That's great. But, yeah, and also ending, like I said, we ain't not even going to give you a, a, a rating for the castle van. That's it at the beginning, five. Quads kept five and a half. And it's gonna be a lot of shit we review in black shit. And this thing I had talked to my man Stein about, because I'm incredibly pro black man on that shit. If anything about my stink ass, I have high expectations. And I don't want to shit on dreams. I don't want to shit on my people. But a lot of times I expect more. Sometimes things may not be, you know, I may have a uh, saying, this should have been this way, that guy should exist when it should just But with well, Yasuke. And I'm not sitting here complaining about, oh, you should have looked at uh, Samurai Shampoo or look at Afro, Afro, Shamurai. I understand you don't want to, but it's like, it's like, uh, I would have rather got nothing than what that shit was. And that's being real. Like I said, when I told Doc, and I didn't even see it, I said, was a white girl main character in it. It is fucked. And soon enough, we saw, oh, yeah, people are a white girl. There you go. I called her. So how is it a white girl in Japan? Hmm. I don't know if that's a question for writing or a question to prove your point. It's more pandering. Because, like, wouldn't
1: it be a Japanese girl? I would be happy if it was a black chick. It could have been a mixed age. It's anything. I'm just saying, if they're trying to be somewhat yeah. historically uh, referenced. But that's back to what you said again
0: about shit being pandering. And back to my rant about how we can't have shit that's just for us. But I understand. And it's like again, we we saying and we gonna we post the band of this shit. We fucking podcast called Fresh. Well, no, if they
1: make anime, I'm uh, sorry for perfect No, you're to If they can make anime about anything like fucking candy, I'm sure they can make anime about uh, African warriors and stuff like that. And it'll still be entertaining. They did Muhammad Ali Junior better than Baki No, nah, not nah. <laughs> How dare you bring up Baki? That is the worst anime uh, iteration of Muhammad Ali I've ever seen. Muhammad Ali Jr.? And Muhammad Ali. Like, they basically was saying, like, he was going through his uh, condition or whatever. But he was still able to whoop his, his son's ass and stuff like that. At his peak prime. Yeah, they got my mind is slow, but these hands will whoop your ass. All right. Like his muscle memory was better than his son's training at his prime age and stuff like that and peak performance.
0: I, I just, I just say as far as just at least, I don't know, but yeah. Just I mean,
1: it's good to see name drop, but to have the main villain or whatever be scared of Muhammad Ali or is so, I guess, has so much respect for Muhammad Ali, he wants to fight him, but the same dude is able to. Read books with his feet and stuff
0: like
1: that, and yeah, I I, I just
0: you know, well, it's a lot of good shit we into. And again, I'm not uh,
1: Castlevania. We have many of many a melting pots. Yeah, the idea yeah. is is that we we're old enough to the point where we know it's pandering. Thank you. There, there you go. I man. mean, we we enjoy a good story, good artwork, you know, good narratives and all that stuff like that good voice acting and all that stuff like that, but maybe we're spoiled because we seen better. Yeah, I guess I'll end this up
0: with a quote from one of my favorite writers, Grant Morrison. But he was
2: it, Grant Morrison wasn't Grant Morrison.
0: It's not forgive me and still love Grant Morrison shit he was saying that the problem with people is which I kinda excuse me, I disagree with he was saying as kids we watch shit and you watch Star Wars and you don't ask how this laser lightsaber works and laser guns work, which is odd because as a kid, I did. I just assumed they were in the future and whatever the technology was, I couldn't understand it. But I assumed if I talked to the people who made the show, they would tell me how this shit worked. And they were saying, now as adults, you want to know how this happened and how things move from point A to point B and people need to shut the fuck up. And to which I reply, which is also my problem, is and I meant I'm the I don't have it as good as Stein in the sense that I can't suspend my disbelief. I'm the nigga who watches a movie and, like, this nigga just gonna shoot 40 times and not reload once. I thought professionals was making this shit. What the hell? You know? But I also think, yes, yeah, if you writing shit, anything can be explained if you got good writing. You know, I understand some things, MacGuffins and things for plots, devices, and even, like I said, with Death being in Castlevania, it's so easy to, even with him, to say that that shit, but when they look back, that nigga low key was almost always there. It was like, oh, smart. Just kind of like on Futurama when they had that one scene with the uh with the moon, with of the, the people. And then you go back and watch Futurama from the beginning and then people were always in the background. That's good writing. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know. For me, I don't really have super, I don't think it's unnatural expectations and shit. I just think, you know, I'm like Dave Chappelle. All oh, my doubts not reasonable? But, I don't know, what you feel about that, stuff. About doubts? No, about what he was saying about how, like, as you get older, people need to just shut the fuck up, because, you know, when you're writing something, and you want to know, well, why is this? And, like, I was saying again about, like, what guys are like, I nigga nigga call and get from me, like, people don't need to ask some questions, just, you know, enjoy what well, you
1: watch. Well, the only way you can ever go through situations like that is if you're bored. I'm mad, I'm mad a firework literally went off right after you said that shit. Right, because if you're bored, then you have time to think about stuff like that. That 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 that, and that, that brings me back to
0: a point that me and my mama, I mean, we got, I gotta do another episode of my brother, and me. but it, we was talking about one of our favorite movies, Inception. and we talk about how the one point in Inception, what well, we usually just define this part as what a great movie, not saying Inception is the greatest movie ever, but this part is great to us. I think it's overrated. Well, I, I I love it. It's something with me and my mom we have, and I'm pretty sure it is overrated. If it wasn't for my me and my mom's thing, it probably wouldn't be as quick. But the point I wanted to make about how we talk about how the scene when they're in the car and the train comes out of nowhere. And it's funny because if you're paying attention, you see the train, like another scene before it, like a frame or so before it. You can, If you're paying attention, you can see it coming. But you're so wrapped in the situation and what's going on that we're talking about. Then when it hits the car, it's almost like it's coming from another movie. It snaps you back to reality, and the thing with that is you're so immersed in what the hell you're seeing and it's in your mind, I'm in the scene, I'm in a car, it's raining, we're in the middle of the street. We're talking about something that when a train hits you, it's so foreign to what the fuck you're thinking. If you're really glued to the sense to the scene, you'll fucking jump in your seat, going back to what Stein was saying because you are fully immersed. And what the fuck you're seeing. You don't have time to think. A train can't be there. That's not logical. And like I said again. You will see the train a couple of frames before. And forget it. Because you're that into what the fuck you're
1: watching. And that's what magic is all about. Exactly. Or should I say illusionist.
0: Exactly. And this is why we do this shit. Because it's like I was saying before. I, I've been watching and Saddles nigga like every day. For the last couple of weeks. And it's just it's just. Of course I love it. But it's dope because that shit is still refreshingly funny to this day. Of course, you know, the PC shit, of course. But we talking OG shit. The shit, the jokes are still funny. You could take a lot of that shit and repurpose it without the offensive shit. And it's still fresh and funny. Not like on some waka 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 shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, um, uh I know you remember this shit. Remember the time when they had the scene where the white dude was saying, like, man. You niggas, when y'all was when y'all was slaves, y'all was singing like birds. Now that you're free, I can't get a tune out of you. Why don't you sing for me? And they said, like, what? Can't you sing? Uh, sing something. So they were singing. What was they singing? Uh, uh um. Oh my God. Okay. Who said? Uh, they they started singing some show tune. Basically, you know what I'm saying. And the why white people got mad. Like, what the hell are these black people singing this show, show? Uh Don't y'all know the Cap Town Lady? The Cap Town Lady, yeah, you know the white people. This is how I, the Cap Town Lady, so and so, so, do da So eventually, it's the old Bugs Bunny. by the time the foremen come, all the white people then got hyped up singing the Negro spirituals. So the niggas is sitting there looking at the white people while they singing and they going, uh, you know, oh do da day, oh do da night, and they dancing and shit. And just that shit was just so funny and well. Written. And like you were saying, you don't think about the logic of the ideology and all this and that. It's just funny, and mm-hmm. it comes back to what we we're saying: just good writing. I mean, I don't care if it's fucking Sesame Street. You can go back and watch some old stuff like that, and it's just it's just great writing. And it's like you were saying now a lot of shit out now. I don't care. Quiet as kept. The animation don't gotta be that good of the plot and the writing pulls you in. You know what I'm saying. I would have been saying this forever. One piece to me is not the greatest animation ever, but it is one of the greatest stories ever. You know. But I'ma just end it basically. When the whole quote quote with that, what Roman Stein said, I think that's perfectly it, just our shit, and they that shit by that path. That's how good that shit is. Nigga, I don't have time to think in that. This is like if you if if you if you fucking and the girl is mad, that you looking at shit like, How you, you ain't doing good if I can pay attention to the rest of the stuff in this room. Fine, I ain't
1: like, dude, the, the, the left wall ain't the same color as the right wall. No, I think I, I think I have a better illustration. As, I, think as I was seeing something about a TikTok video or something. And it was like uh, a guy was acting out a role or something like that, and it was a chick that he was about to fuck or whatever, and she pulled her panties down and had like brown streaks or whatever in their panties and stuff like that. And then uh, the guy actually was like, Ugh, I know you probably didn't want to hit that and stuff like that. He's like, oh, I still hit it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so if, you, if it's something that's going to keep your attention, you're not going to be worried about the details. Perfect example, Dragon Ball Z. We didn't look back at the
0: inconsistencies. So we was damn near grown, nigga. The home for infinite losers. So we didn't look back at half of that shit. Like, it, nigga, I was, man, I didn't look back He's like. He's going to be sent to another dimension. Do You know how many times, nigga, we was
1: hoping that. Ah, next time on Dragon Ball Z. Fourteen episodes later. Bye,
0: man. <laughs> <laughs> we were so into that shit. Like, it's, I, We this is why I don't fuck with this nigga style, dog. But it's funny, did you realize, I remember when I realized in Dragon Ball Z, when when somebody goes like, ah, it was super crazy, like they're just throwing mad fireballs, that shit, nigga, they never win with that shit. If you're doing that shit, you're about to get wrecked. Yeah, you just peep that shit, but they just don't go all out, and after a while, I was like, damn, nigga, I peeped this shit, is just a way to hype shit, or when you're after like, all oh, these niggas exist just to delay Goku getting here to whoop in the bad guy's ass.
1: What do you mean, Goku. We don't need no stinking Goku. We need Goku.
2: Piccolo, no! <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, what's his name? Piccolo fused with Nail, and it still didn't make a difference. <laughs> still <got his> <laughs> Both you niggas sit your ass down, okay? And then Vegeta crying before he got killed. Uh, oh, you
2: the Prince of all Sins. You make me cry like a bitch. <laughs> my daddy, he really was like, "Seriously, Goku, whoop that nigga's ass!" But then the messed up part is the nigga was like, "He killed my daddy. He killed my planet. Right? I think I'm dying now, and I I'm dying. And I gotta ask yo ho ass, who don't even know you were saying,
1: to save our people. Fucking Yamcha don't cry like that, dog. But then, but then Vegeta gets." Uh Boma. I think it's funny. And I used to dog this shit,
0: but I got older and I thought it was dope. How Yamcha died once and was like, I'm straight. I'm off this shit. Dude, he died a few times before he was like, I give no, up. No, I meant when he got ball- got a hole punch in the stomach. He was done after that shit, dog. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> That nigga was done. He still came by to kick it. He showed up. Nigga, right. he about to fight. I'm going to stay here with the with the women and the kids, nigga. Peace. It wasn't mm-hmm. no shame in his game. Vegeta was like, you want Boomer? No. No. Nope. I used to think he was a hoe with the older I got. I was like, yo, that nigga Yabtrak probably got himself together, dog. Shit, I mean,
1: other than Krillin, I mean, well, no. Correction. He's the only person I know that, cause see. for a long time I thought they were saying, like when I was younger, and you know how uh, people talk shit and playground and shit like that, stuff like that. They were saying that uh, Krillin was, wasn't like human. Yeah, yeah, we said that shit too. We like, he was something else. Yeah, they were saying like he was some sort of like, since he was so short and stuff like that, that he was like some sort of like magical creature or something yeah, like, like that. Mm-hmm, like Chao Like Chow But. Because, see, for a long time, I was like, yeah, I understand what Yamcha is going through because he's human. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody else on that whole fucking roster ain't human, except for Yamcha.
0: Well, to be fair, Krillin was raised to battle. For what I'm understanding, Yamcha was I know, in, he, the, in the but desert. But see
1: what they said. What I learned later on, though, is that Krillin is just a monk. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's why he's like that. And... But for the longest time, I thought Yamcha was the only human. This is the only fucking human other than Master Roshi, you know what I'm saying, on the squad. And he's seeing fucking aliens come from outer space with fireballs that fills up a whole hemisphere and shit like that. Niggas that that are throwing stars.
0: They're throwing Throwing celestial bodies.
1: (laughs) Making moons out of nothing. (laughs) <laughs> and this dude just came from being uh, a thief, a master thief. He was thief. just a
0: nigga who whooped people's asses in the desert. He had a wolf fang fist. Think about mm-hmm. this Goku was a kid whooped that nigga's ass. Mm-hmm. So, like, and then you gotta look at, you wanna compare him to. So, second note, this is why I fucking a podcast called Fresh is Dope. We started out with Modoc, we went to Castlevania. I don't know how the fuck we ended up here, but I know it's organic. Anyway, <laughs> but you look at Curly, this nigga's throwing destructo discs. Which is ironic, as weak as that nigga is. Anybody get hit with a destructo disc, that's your ass. Anyway, mm-hmm. he can do that. He can do the, uh, 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 the, uh, solar flare. And he can do the Kamehameha. The best this nigga Yancha can do was the Kamehameha. That was it. Mm-hmm. He wasn't even touching my nigga TN? Who side note, and I, you know, I'm gonna say this. This nigga TN has probably one of the best special moves ever. It is a fucking triangle beam that leaves a square crater in the ground. I think that mm-hmm. shit is fucking a rectangular square. That shit is genius. Second also, that nigga had sails shook with that bitch. Mm-hmm. Pushing him in the ground with it. The nigga was like the rock. Bow, 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 bow. But yeah, I guess we go uh we got real far away from what we were saying, but we'll end it right here. And um, I guess, you know. We're, we're three times the length. Boom boom. <laughs> Tried to keep it 30 minutes, y'all, but we went over. But anyway, you know, miles on my desk, power and stay. And that's fine. It's a podcast called Fresh. When we up out of here, please also, I guess I gotta say this, if y'all want to contact us and have an opinion, hate, love, whatever, hit us up.
1: At this point, we're so desperate. We, we appreciate bad press. So, sad but true. Hit us up at a
0: podcast called Fresh. At gmail.com. A podcast called Fresh at Gmail dot com. We holler back at y'all. Happy Juneteenth. I gotta hurry up and get ready so I can get this shit out by hopefully. Monday. Oh What's
1: and up? Father's Day.
0: Oh yeah, and Father's Day. Yeah, yeah, Father's Day too. I guess uh we, guess we get to name some great fathers, uh Magneto, um, Cyclops, Wolverine, um, let's see who else. Um, Batman. Yes. Goku. Goku. Vegeta. Vegeta's a better dad than Goku. That nigga doesn't even know how, how babies are born.
1: Well, he, he had to wait, like, what? Four different shows before he got his driver's
0: license. He was dead. Cause that happened in Super. And, like, uh, they were training in the afterlife. They were training, like, with the gods, and Vegeta was like, I gotta go. And Goku was like, For what? Are you hungry? I'm like, nah, nigga, I gotta go. For what? Don't worry what I gotta go. I gotta take care of some business. He's like, If you don't tell me, I'm gonna follow you. Nigga was like, the woman's having the child. I have to be there. He was like, for what? They're going to have the baby anyway. Just you can go visit the baby after training. He was like, what do you mean? I want to be there. It's my baby being born. I want to see her. Goku was like, you just can't train to see that. He was like, you've seen your children born. He was like, nah, I didn't. He was like, what did he say? I was dead, dude. What did he say? I was
1: dead a couple times. Yeah, he said, I was
0: dead when Goten was born. He said, I didn't even know Gohan was, I didn't even know when Gohan was born. I didn't even know he existed. Yeah, as a, uh, Vegeta was like, "You really are a horrible parent."
1: Well, that's because he, because Vegeta had a father.
0: Ooh. Side note: When we it on this shit, do you think Goku being a bad father outweighed because he saved the world several times?
1: No. It doesn't outweigh it.
0: Nope. Wow, that's interesting. I figured it would have. I would have saved the world for my son to live. Because
1: remember, we had a different conversation about how continuity and how things eventually are supposed to come to an end. His story is supposed to end. It's supposed to begin with Gohan, though.
0: That would be dope. Dragon Ball Z, when like it's all Gohan,
1: but he has to like talk to Goku in the afterlife to get advice. Like, shouldn't like you see other Saiyans get older? How come Goku and Vegeta don't get older?
0: You know what? I'm gonna have to put a plug on this because nigga, we be going on three hours, and I gotta try to get this shit out by <laughs> Monday, dog. Because I'm hearing you say that shit in the back of my mind. I'm like, hmm.
1: Go like you on. see, Roshi is an old sensei or whatever. How come Goku can't be an old sensei? That would be dope because as dumb as he is, trying to teach, trying to teach somebody else. Well, remember, he's retarded because he landed on his head and he wasn't able to conquer Earth, and he never went to school. That, that as well. I think both of those things are recipe <laughs> for
0: disaster. Head trauma, and no formal education, brain dog.
1: damage, PTSD from his planet being destroyed. But teach him, but teach him only martial arts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and see how well he turned out.
0: <laughs> All right, dude, we are of that. We were way over the fact, man. We gonna
1: holler back at y'all, man. Peace out. Until next time, stay tuned for more episodes. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe
2: and comment. Bye Bye.